Meanwhile, in Latkill, New York, at the home of the Scarlet Witch, Wanda awaits her next lost soul. Ah, yes, if your need is great and your hope is gone, there you will find me, the Scarlet Witch. Behold, the last door. It's a spell and a portal. It finds those at their lowest. Those with really nowhere else to go. Really the worst of the worst. And brings them here. <gasps> There's a knock. Enter. Oh, it's, I, I, I cannot stand it. It's me, Rain Sinclair. Oh my goodness, I need to find my son. <laughs> Silly boy, I know it's you, Evil Jeff. Not only is your accent atrocious, but I can see all, and I can see that you. All right, okay, are all right, your... you're fucking this up. Okay, all right, I'm okay. My accent was bad. Fine, I will be someone else. All right, let's do this again. Behold the light. Oh, there's a knock. Enter. Oh my goodness, it's me, Jennifer Tilly. I don't know what to do. My career is over, and I've oh. been gambling. But... <laughs> no, no, no. You're one bit. That one impression that you can do, that won't fool the Scarlet Witch. All right, uh, you know what? What the fuck are you doing? You are ruining this bit. It's not my fault. It's the spell. It's the door. Okay, fine. I'm shutting the door. I'm going to do this one more time. <clears throat> Enter. All right, it's me. You know what? Yeah, I... Everything fucking sucks. I'm a mess. I know. I know. Here, touch my cloak and not my tiara. Let I'm going to pull that. Witch. What's this wig? <gasps> it's me, Jennifer Tilly. Fooled you. No, but I have a wig. It's me. I'm Jennifer Tilly. everybody and welcome to episode 248 our first episode of 2023 it is i jennifer coolidge and i'm joined by my host the scarlet witch hi scarlet hello i'm the scarlet uh, witch kidding. now no it's me i'm brett and this is evil jeff welcome that to was Comic a Book great Queens elizabeth Legacy. olsen accent though <laughs> I wasn't doing Elizabeth Olsen. I was doing the Scarlet Witch. Not every king in the king and I has to be bald. Um, how you doing, girl? You know, every day's a journey. It is, and an arduous one at that. <laughs> um, well, I'm great. Thanks for asking. I don't give a shit about you. Um, how are things in... It's raining here in LA. How are things in New It's York? Rain Sinclair in LA. It's Rain Sinclair in LA. I know, LA is eating its father. Can you imagine? There's a team... There's a t- I did not eat my da. Uh, there's a television. Con- there's a pitch for you. It's Rain Sinclair, but she's in L.A. Go. And you're like, oh, it's just total casting couch scenario. Oh, absolutely. It's nothing the, but faggots. Yeah. But <laughs> that the guy tries to sleep with her to get the audition and then she eats him. <laughs> and then it turns out that was her da. Yeah. <laughs> that was a real da. I didn't know she was my dad. I didn't dad. know. I didn't know. The ultimate Moira McTaggart, Rain Sinclair yeah. phrase. I didn't know. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I am Brett. This is Evil Jeff. This is Comic Book Queers, episode Legacy, episode 248. That sketch was loosely inspired by Scarlet Witch number one by Steve Orlando and Sarah Pacelli, which we will not be reviewing because Evil Jeff didn't read it. Okay. It's pretty good. All right. Even though, you know, I don't have to say it. It's pretty good. And significance, it is the first comic book appearance. Evil. Oh, trivia. Ready? Okay. Trivia? All right. Scarlet Witch number one features the first comic book appearance by which MCU only Marvel character? Wait, what? Do, 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 do. Kind of like how Firestar was introduced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to the think. The cartoon and then. I don't yeah. know who, who. Do, 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 do. It is none other than 
Darcy, played by Kat Dennings. Darcy is now officially oh. in the comics universe, and she's a supporting character in Scarlet Witch. Oh, lovely. It's great. It's great. It's actually a really good reveal at the end where, so it's Scarlet Witch's So we are reviewing but, it right now. Okay, got it. Let's do it. Let's talk, about, <laughs> let's talk about it. Really short. It's a mini view. She's got this shop. She's got this door. You've heard about it in the sketch. People at their lowest walk through the door. And so each issue will probably be a who walked through the door this week. And then at the end, Scarlet Witch says to Darcy, who's just there helping her out in the shop and on her adventure, she says, and then Darcy will figure out why you came through the door or, or, or. Oh. So Darcy is at her lowest. Darcy has nowhere to turn. And that's a story that's slowly going to come out later. I know, but I want to have, do you know who her enemy is going to be in this? I already know who the enemy is going to be. Who? Melissa Etheridge, because she <laughs> wants you to come to her window. <laughs> there you go. That's right. And she makes a better door than a window. Correct. <laughs> oh, no. The, or a door Delano. She's a door. Oh, she is a door. She's not the, how can there be a last door when a door is here? Um, you know, it was a good read. I recommend it. Also, Sarah Pacelli draws Quicksilver and Wanda like a little more Romani, which is nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. How about um, we, uh, is there any hot topics? Yeah. So I want to talk about something I just did in New York City. Okay. So yesterday... We went to see The Piano Lesson, starring Samuel L. Jackson. Heard of him? Mm-hmm. Agents of um, S.H.I.E.L.D., Secret Wars. Thank you, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hello, Snakes on a Plane. Pulp um, Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Heard of it? Um, that movie where he chained Christina Ricci to the bedpost <laughs> in like some swamp somewhere. Oh, what was that? Black Mamba or something? Black Snake Moan. Black Snake Moan. That movie is crazy. That movie is crazy. Um, what, what? Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> what was I talking about? Samuel Jackson, David, uh, John David Washington, you know, Denzel Jr. Mm-hmm. And um, a little actress we call Danielle Brooks. Heard of her? Yeah. Um, so the three of them are in a show. And I look up at the marquee and I'm like, oh my God, look at this. The Sam Jackson play is directly across the street from the Paul Bettany play. Paul Bettany's playing Andy Warhol in some other play. And both their faces are facing each other on this on 47th Street. In Manhattan, and I do. I send my friend a cute video that's like, "Look, two Avengers on the same block." Oh my god! So then I go to the show. I sit down. I open the playbill. Not only are these three renowned actors in it, there's a few other actors, and one of them is the actor who stole the goddamn show. When I tell you, not only when he walked out. He was one of the hottest men. We were really up close. One of the hottest men I've ever seen in my life. But he kind of took the show from Sam Jackson, Denzel Jr., and Danielle Brooks. A little bit. He was phenomenal. Who? He was hilarious. He was an incredible actor. And fuck you, Joss Whedon, because it was Ray Fisher who played Cyborg oh. in the Zack Snyder Justice League movies. Shit. Like, I opened the playbill. I was like, Ray Fisher is in this? And then he brought the fucking house down. And I, like, so it was just funny that I made the Avengers bit to my friend. Was this a play or a musical? Comes, this is a pl- just play. Oh, okay. It's an August Wilson play. Oh, okay. Here comes the, J- the Justice League member, the JLA member, and steals it away. Nice. It was so incredible. I have such a respect for Ray Fisher now that I've seen him in something other than Cyborg. And he's incredible. So good for him. That's wonderful. But I will tell you this. Okay. I stood outside the stage door because I wanted to meet these actors and have them sign my playbill. It's something I do. Danielle Brooks come out. She's like, hi, everybody. I'm so sorry. She's checking in with us. She's making eye contact, light physical contact. She's like, I can't stay. I have to catch a flight. I just wanted to say it means so much to me that you all like the show. You were such a good crowd. Thank you so much. And happy new year, everybody. Like, and then got in her limo and or her SUV and drove off. See, that's how you it? do it. That's how you do that's it. How if you, you don't do have it. time, but you still be gracious. I'm surprised it's not because isn't she a singer? Wasn't she a Broadway singer too? Yeah, she is. Yeah, does she, she sing in it? Oh, okay, one. okay. I mean, there is a piano. It sounds like there's a piano in it. There's a piano. No lesson. Uh, the whole show is a lesson. But 
she also is going to be in the color purple, you know, the musical version. Oh, she yes. Already, she already played that on Broadway, but now she's going to be it in the movie. And by it, I mean Oprah Winfrey's role. Fuck yeah. So, you know, Daniel Brooks plus Peacemaker season two coming soon, I hope. But Ray Fisher just, he just bolted. He, he put a hat on. He snuck out with two other people. I knew it was him because of his big, massive, muscular frame. Oh, so you're back to hating him. About to this day. So you're like, Josh Whedon was right, asshole. I'm conflicted. But after what he's been through with Josh Whedon, who can blame him? But when I tell you this man is six foot four and nothing but a wall of muscle, I had no idea. Hmm. Ray Fisher, who knew? And that's my story. Love it. Let's talk about the X-Men. Hit it. I want your X. We've got quite a few X books. Some we'll talk about more in depth. Extensive. Some we might not because we don't care. Um, Do you want to just talk about the Emma thing in Captain America Sentinel of Liberty? Really sure, quick? sure. Emma Frost is in Captain America Sentinel of Liberty. Where Great. it is revealed that they fucked. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Do you not get the read between the lines? No, I'm, a, I'm, no, I'm on, <laughs> no. Where he was, subtext. he was like, oh, well I did. There's a psychic. I mean, there is one like, you know, I mean, there's one, I had a late night with one at the Hellfire club, like at the Hellfire gala that I met. And then the girl was it P- Carter. What's her name? Uh, Peggy. Peggy Carter's just like, it's okay. We Sharon, all had a past. Sharon. She's like, we all had a past. It's okay. I don't mind. He was basically saying we fucked, and that's oh. how I know her. They fucked. Why do you think he's calling her mommy? Well, he's calling her mommy because that was the joke in the Hellfire Gatlet in Marauders, where she was like, dude, Steve Emma was like, Steve Rogers keeps looking at me. And then so she like just read his mind. She goes, fuck. I remind him of his mother. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm still. Th- OK, maybe that is just what it is, because I don't remember yeah. that. But without reading well, I mean, that, like, it really seemed like they fucked. Yeah, it did. And like it still reads that way. But it, there was an explicit like mother joke moment in. Yeah. At the, at the Hellfire Gala. But it definitely uh, someone does not like Emma Frost. And it's awesome. Miss Agent Carter does not like so, her at all. You know what, though? I haven't been. We're not reading this run. You know, we just picked up the issue because Emma Frost was on the cover and we're going to do the same thing with Iron Man in a few weeks. But Emma Frost is everywhere, by the way. Um, finally, um, I don't trust this Peggy Carter. She was like, you're not entering my mind. Why? It's mine. I don't uh, trust her. She's, she's a scrawler. She's something. bad. Yeah, she's bad. Got it. And Emma knew it. She was like, fuck you, bitch. I'm a fucking dictator. How about that shit? You like it? Okay, lick it up, honey. Oh, she was just like, you mutant supremacist. She's like, I'm not mutant supremacist. I'm mutant absolutist. Absolutist. Supremacy will come out in the evolutionary wash. And Captain America's <laughs> like, she's kidding. And Lourdes was like, she's not. <laughs> if, I, if I may analyze Emma Frost, she was both kidding and both not. Captain America knows the side of her that is like the Emma Frost that is kidding, saying that she's kind of a genetic dictator. And then Lourdes knows the side of Emma that she's kind of like, she would be serious. Yes. But we have to be careful. Just shout out to the writers. Let's be careful when talking about fascism because, uh, you know, in the past it was like, ha ha, that was that old thing in the past. We can make whatever jokes we want. Now it's like, ooh, ooh. But it's kind of maybe happening. So everybody it's kind tread of maybe a lightly. third of the country. Yeah, so maybe tread lightly. Tread lightly, dicks. I oh, will say- I just saw, so speaking of which, I just saw TikTok where someone was showing a crazy woman who was like, Donald Trump is the archangel, like Ariel and JFK is Q from QAnon and Jesus <laughs> has returned. And all three yep. of them are going to bring the end of the world. I was like, hell what? yeah, honey. I was like, these are people that are allowed to live. She's like, and that's my new screenplay. It didn't stay for the end. That's my new screenplay. I'm not crazy. <laughs> Anyway, the Emma Frost in this issue, I I think she's written a little too, she's great, written a little too mean. I don't know. You know, no, she's perfect. Let's have some fun with it. But it's not, she's a little too mean because she's like with a bunch of losers. She's She's like a bunch of hobos. And then she's like, oh, and what's your team called? The Invaders? Little rapey. 
Anyway, but basically, Emma at the end was basically like, you can, as soon as you take that America garb off of your sexy body, then you can call me. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck America. (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, another rumor I've heard is that America Chavez is going to co-star with Wong. Oh, I heard about this. In a strange academy. Thank you so much. I'd love that. We love to hear that. Even though America's not a magical character, okay. Because guess what? That is a guess what? That is a chance to uh, a character they could Wanda. bring in. Not only Wanda, Wanda Billy. Not only Billy. Uh, Ned Leeds. Let's throw some magic in there. Oh, Ily- Ileana Rasputin. Yeah, just have her show up. All right, why not? Let's get more mutants. We're already getting the mutants. We're already getting the mutants. You can like you can now just doing, you can you just can pepper any the mutants. mutants anywhere. You can just pepper them in. Pepper them in. It doesn't have to be like the first one was Jean Grey. Nope. Yeah. No. We don't give a shit. We don't give a shit. Oh, also another thing. Uh, Famke Jansen is playing Jean Grey in the latest Deadpool movie. Wait, what? Yes, she's been confirmed as a cameo. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. I love I love Famke Jansen as Jean Grey, man. There's little I like more than that. I know. What Except are, for that why, third why one. Why isn't she... What happened to her? She aged. And it's Hollywood. That's bullshit. I always liked her. I always loved her. Hooray for Hollywood, fucks. What else are we going to talk about? Uh, I want to talk about these Golden Globes tomorrow. Because they should not be on the air. All right, that's it. I'm done. You don't think they did enough to uh, apologize no. for everything? Okay. No, fuck them. All right. No. And they better eat crow and give Brendan Fraser, whose life they ruined, a fucking award. Brendan Fraser is the one. Wait, they're behind the Brendan Fraser abuse? Yes. The, it was one of the people or the person that he accused of groping. Oh. He was the head of the Foreign Press Association. Oh, no. Well. That, to talk about irony. Like if he going. wins. Oh, oh, that's right. I guess he is. not. This is weird of the people that are going and the people that aren't going. At the same time, it's like if someone it's new in their career and then here's this big award and you're supposed to like miss out on that moment. It's tricky. It's tricky. Luckily, I'm never going to get nominated for Golden Globe, so I don't have to ever be put in that situation. Well, you already have a stream. But Gerard Carmichael is hosting it, so I feel like I have to watch it. I do want to watch it. Plus, I filled out a ballot. Oh, for betting purposes? Uh, office pool. You office know. pool? Oh, okay. All right. All right. Let's move on to Exterminators number four. And it just kind of came to a typical ending. I feel like... There's one of, issue left. Oh, there. Oh, that's right. There is one issue left. But I feel like it's kind of losing some of its steam. It's a lot of the same, like, boobs and boobs and slutty humor jokes which i love but i was like but it needs to go somewhere yeah i think it's gonna go to well i thought this issue before that this issue i thought was pretty hilarious i mean i love at least they're booby and pee pee bits right yeah if it's gonna be repetitive bits at least it's bimbo bits yeah which you know leah williams did say this was a grindhouse genre you know and this this is a purposefully exploitative exploitative book which is great. And that's the humor. Like it, it's the genre. Um, so I, every time I feel what you're feeling, I'm like, oh, but it's the, it's the, it's Grindhouse. Yeah. And Grindhouse didn't really have more to it than blood and tits. Um, I love that. The Quentin Tarantino. Uh, was it called Grindhouse? The whole thing together? Or is that just. Yeah. Together it was Grindhouse and it was Planet Terror and Death Race. Yeah, oh, that was a great movie. All both, all both of them. Both of them were excellent, but I really enjoyed the Tarantino, the second one, the one with Kurt Russell. Yeah, loved it. Um. So in anyway, this- it's you know I loved it because it's all about it was all about a uh, movie's portrayal of women. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just like this is kind of. And basically, it looks like. It turns out Dracula, like they end up escaping, you know, they were on a spaceship where it was like an arcade world where, uh, what's the, what's her ex's name? Her boyfriend, vampire boyfriend's name? 
Zaris. Zaris. No, Alex. 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 And so they finally escape. They end up getting a portal to Krakoa. All of these trapped, uh, uh, kidnapped women are all taken to Krakoa in the middle of a baseball game because, you know, it's not an X-Men unless they're playing baseball. I mean, this is the first time we're seeing baseball on Krakoa. I know, right? I think. So I'm for it. And then Dracula comes along and he's like, how dare you? You killed all these vampires. And then they, they, they work it all out. Um... Because she's like, wait, aren't all the vampires that killed like people that you were trying to kill because they were like criminal, criminal, vampire criminals? And he's like, oh, yeah. All right. Never mind. And now the son is one. Uh, the uh, Alex, whose son? Who's his dad? His dad is Zaris. Another, the dad is Zaris. So Zaris and the son are wanted. And it looks like it ends with Alex trying to pick up and kidnap another girl. But Dazzler shows up in full roller girl gear, ready mm-hmm. to ready to fight him. Yeah, so this is going to be the like a quintessential element of films like I Spit on Your Grave, which yeah. is the the revenge um you know, the woman the woman gets her revenge third act. Yeah. So the next issue is just going to be her beating the shit out of him essentially. Fine. Okay, I'm We're here for it. That. Yeah. Let's get Dazzler on a team. Let's get her on a team though. Um may I may I put her on the next X-Men lineup maybe? Yes. Dazzler should be on the next X. Oh my if God. If, this thing ever- if we're voting for shit, like she's not going to win that vote. Give me a goddamn break. She's from that video game. <laughs> it's going to be, listen, it's going to be the third vote where they give you all these interesting characters, particularly characters of color. And then the white woman who was on that TV show that one time <laughs> That's who's going to get all the votes. It's going to happen third year in a row. It's going to be Dazzler. And instead of a TV show, it's going to be that video game. Mark my words. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, super fun. Let's talk about the new mutants. Yeah. With our new faves, Escapade and Morgan. Um, Oh, shit. Sorry. It just started thunderstorming. I don't even know if that will make it into the microphone, but now I Ooh, feel like I want to. I didn't hear it. Uh, but now I want to be like, oh, the late night. It was new mutants. <gasps> um, the you men were yeah. stealing antenna. And here it's like this is one of two issues that have Sublime, um, which uh, is anything but. Another comic has Sublime in it, which is so bad. And uh, anyway, this is all, it comes to a head where it's finally the moment. Escapade, Destiny told Escapade that she was going to switch places with Morgan while she was falling, causing Morgan to fall to their death. Right. And And then they realize at the end of last issue that they are at that location. And this is going to be the moment. Yes. And uh, and it's, uh, what happens? Now I'm like, what happens? Well, there's a lot of escaping. I mean, it's a big action issue. There's a lot of escaping where Rain is doing a pretty great job um, at leading these kids out. They're starting to work together. Um, Escapade does some fancy switching, you know, and like the, the, the she does like triple switching, and then the oh, that's what of it that is. She switch does, everybody around. She does a triple switch. So even though she does switch, she triple switches it back. But luckily. Right, so- her friends, the X-Men, the new mutants, use their telekinesis to save her. And the one to thing save I, her. the other thing I liked is Morgan, who can only turn things to chocolate, ends up destroying the big like weaponized pathogen or whatever. The big, right. And turns it into chocolate, which is kind of brilliant. It was so sweet. It was like, oh, that I turned it into chocolate mousse like hours ago. <laughs> but yeah, and like what I liked is it's revealed that. Emma and Destiny kind of lied to her. Yeah, they kind of, they just, they were like, oh yeah, we knew you'd survive in the end, but we needed to like give you some motivation. We needed to like kick you into, yeah. But it ends with them being like, but she's still not ready for what's to come. What's to come? What does that mean? I don't know, but I like that Emma and Destiny are working together. I do. Mm-hmm. I bet Destiny's got a little crush on her. I would. I want there to be some sort of, I want there to just be like some lesbianic Emma Frost, Kitty Pride, Destiny, and uh, Mystique will get a little bit of karma, bling. Who are the other lesbians? So am I missing somebody? 
Oh, tons. Um, I want just like a full lesbian roster and everybody dates and breaks up with each other in the same yes arc. like the same I arc. want I want the L word yeah. in an arc yeah I want more lesbians than that boat from hacks you feel me <laughs> how about we talk about a little bit of x-force okay but just a little bit my tummy hurts um were you confused when you started reading this was I confused about Was Beast confused? just walking about? <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Like they're like, you did such a bad thing, and we're we're mad at you. We're not talking to you. I'm like, also he committed a major crime, but, everybody. But does this mean he's still? Do they not know? Because in Wolverine, isn't he? Didn't he kidnap Wolverine? And didn't somebody free they, him? Oh. They don't know about Wolverine so, yet. But, they, so I'm in the Wolverine the issue, no, 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 I know that. But I'm just saying, in addition to that, he's also torturing and, and brainwashed Wolverine. Nobody in the Wolverine comic has discovered that yet. No, because at the end of that issue, Krakoa keeps Wolverine down there. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. That's right. I Okay, can and I just Krakoa talk about- Krakoa's going to start. I'm losing my you mind. You need to go over these books. Well, you know, you need to go over the books a second time and make some notes. I could would it kill you to make some notes? Yeah, it really would. It's a lot. It's a lot. I can't I think there's a point where I just have so much X-Men information inside my brain that it's starting to just ooze out. And I'll tell you this too. Oh. Know what it is though? Know what I do remember? The stuff that's good. Hey. And this is the thing that it comes down to. When it's like hey. not good, my brain is like, you don't need to remember this. Cause it's stupid. It's like you're always on some kind of psychedelic. Cause that's how I feel like what happens to you on psychedelics. Yeah. If it's not important to you, if you don't think it's good, you're not going to retain it. So I think it's insane that even if they don't know about Wolverine, the fact that they know that beast has been literally torturing mutants and just shipping them off into space. So they can't be resurrected. That breaks. Do you know what that breaks? That breaks a mutant law. Thou shall repopulate the mutants. Yes. That is a holable offense. He needs to go in the hole. And the fact that all oh, of them are holable. like, all the fact that all of them are just like, oh, we really don't like you. We just want to listen to Sage, but I guess we're like not going to tell anybody. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. Well, because of their culture, because of X-Force's culture, they are a secret organization. Like, who are they going to tell about? Everyone is going to be like, that. You, you, you've been what? The, there, no, there, no, no, Beast. No, 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 Beast. You, all you. What no, you been but, doing? but there, it's a secret organization. But that's the thing is they, they have sanctions to do that by Xavier and technically Magneto, who's now dead. But they can clearly go to the council and be like, hey, this has gone too far and gotten out of control. They don't trust the council. But then, but you can't trust Beast, then just fucking kill him. There needs to be a plan where they're all going to kill him or something. Ugh. It's when Wolverine gets out. He's going to handle everything. Somebody save Wolverine. Also, somebody, let's let's get the Colossus story going. Can we get this moving a little bit? I mean. Where he's like, oh, I killed that girl. I'm like, oh, yeah, you that killed that girl. Ago. That was also, so long ago. You're brainwashed, but yet you're doing nothing. You're brainwashed, but they're not using you for anything. Yeah. And he's like slapping I'm his still, face I'm like, I'm a spy. I'm a traitor. I'm like, get I'm over it. Here. I'm shoveling while brainwashed. Okay. Then who cares if you're brainwashed? You're going to shovel anyway. It's so dumb. But we get to see more of um, Peacock Tattoo Guy. You know I'm right. And you were thinking, were you saying you think this is a sinister? Yep. So because clearly in X-Men Red, we're just going to jump ahead real quick just to not, is that Brett made the prediction that the guy in that goddamn Epcot ball. Orbis Stellaris. Orbis Stellaris was a sinister. And it was. So Brett, we need to. No, because you told me that you predicted it. You son of a bitch. When we when you were reading, you didn't read that data page right before, I bet. <laughs> what do you mean? 
<laughs> right before the reveal, there's that long data page that kind of like sets it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I think my thing is, is I was just like, I think he's right. I think it is. You're like, oh, sinister. shit, he's going to be right. Oh, God, he's yeah, going to be right. Yeah. No, but no, I'll give no, it up to you. I'll give you a little clap. You did predict it would be sinister. So, and he has a spade. No, because no, I remember the data page said, oh, it's a spade. As soon as it said it was like, no, it was like a black ace. I was like, oh, yeah. It's but it said, it said. Edwardian or Victorian polished oh, yeah, that brass too. Oh, yeah, that telescopes. Too. Oh, yeah. When it said that, I was like, yeah, it's fucking sinister. God damn I it. I did read that. But but I will say this. Doesn't this seem, doesn't this sinister revealed at the end of X-Men Red number uh, 10, doesn't it feel like this is actually Nathaniel Essex, not Mr. Sinister? So the original. Like the original? Well, it looks like in the beginning, they were all four were made and then they all kind of ran off. Like they were all, I don't know. I mean, I need to, I don't know. They, yeah, they're just, they, they've manifested It does seem like yeah. he's the oldest. So all of the stuff that the Mr. Sinister evilness, he's been off doing something else. And he is the, so the only one left, we have the spade, we have the, the club, we have the diamond, who is the OG, and then we have the heart. So this, I told you, you got to save the heart for last. It's the heart. So the peacock guy, I feel like it has to be. It has to be, I think it also has to be sinister as well. It has to be. I mean, like, it would be great if there was some curveball and it was like, yeah, I know you thought it was him, but it's actually her. But um, anyway, that would be cool. But Beast plants an egg for Peacock Guy. What's his name? Zemo? Um, the Zeno Group. Zeno yeah. Group. They He plants like a, an egg with like a person in it. And he's like, well, don't worry. They can't like attach the egg because they don't have psychics. And of course you see him with like a little boy psychic. And I was like, who the fuck is that? Why do I care? And apparently I had to look it up and there was that whole Quentin choir when Quentin choir had his little orphanage and he had to like save all those kidnapped babies. But some of the babies were still like, he's like, we didn't save all the babies. There's those two are still missing. And that must be one of those kidnapped babies, I guess. I I did not remember any of that because I hate the X Force book. Wait, were they cloning Quentin's? Is that a Clinton a Quentin clone? But that's the other thing is it's hard to tell because I don't remember what Quentin's real hair color was because it's been listeners for so long. You, you, and you is that little Quentin? It's either little Quentin or it's one of those kidnapped babies. I will say because it's a pink telekinesis, that makes me think it could be a little Quentin. And maybe that's how they're bringing Quentin back. That's so sinister. Oh, do you know what would be cool? If they did like a, oh, well, this is the body of Quentin, so we can't resurrect him. But you know what? Let's just load his memories back in. And so yep. he's like a little kid, but he's like an evil Omega genius. Oh, God. That would be kind of cool. That would be cool. And then have him in somewhere that's not X-Force, because I don't like this book. You know how I knew that um, that... Orbis Solaris was definitely going to be sinister because X-Men Red number 10 is the last issue of X-Men Red number 10 before we get into the sins of sinister. Oh. <laughs> like there's no, there's no X-Men Red number 11 that I know of. Oh. Because it's going to turn into Storm and the Brotherhood. Oh. Well, let's talk about X-Men Red. Yes. Um, this is the problem with Storm is that I'm never worried for a second. I'm Not never for worried for a second and I that anything that. will like, fucking happen to her. I need a character that is totally Teflon, totally free yeah. from danger. Like an old like serial hero. Yeah. Like and you know what this you is always know. You know what this is giving me? Back in the Morlocks when she had to fight Callisto and she fucking flew the blade through the blade and she just fucking catches it with her hand. And everyone's like, oh fuck. Like oh, that's shit. where he's like, oh, we're going to fucking duel. I, I have the powers of the sun, bitch. I'm not held back, bitch. And she's like, uh-huh. Oh, by the way, I was holding back, bitch. So now we'll both bring it. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's so good. It is so good. But I, what I loved is it wasn't just her that took him down. No. And this was kind of the theme of the run. This whole thing about the mutant circuitry and how the Iraqi are anti-help. 
help is offensive until now. To until the Iraqi. Storm is like bitches. Right. Help until is Magneto a good thing. and Storm, like them seeing Magneto and Storm work together to take down Uranus. You know, like that was pivotal for the Iraqi, and that wasn't the only example. There have been other times of mutant circuitry and helping one another. But it's that it's that they finally opened themselves up to teamwork. And basically, what's the the water guy's name? Le, it's with an L. Lotus Lagos. Yes. Oh, oh, Lacuna. 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 He's yeah. He was basically the whole time providing her with oceans of water. So he's like, I'm burning everything up. Like Vulcan's like, I'm burning everything up. Why the fuck is where's this? Why are you where are you getting this ice and snow? And she's like, I still have it. And that was what's great at the end when she fucking beats him he's like oh you needed help you're so pathetic and she's like i won so and what like it's so great where she's like do you think i give a fuck that's why you lost because like, you're so pathetic you it's like it's like you you just care about your fucking dick man it's such like a dude it's there's a very like dude versus woman thing where it's just like absolutely that you lost because you are a fucking dude loser <laughs> yeah, yeah. Enjoy your hierarchical thinking, Dick. I'm gonna think more in terms of a network. Is that like old hat? I think that's old hat. But I just love that she's like, you know, the more the merrier. Together, strength in numbers. Exactly. Let's figure out how to work together. It's great. And the other problem is, not only is Storm did did uh, uh, Abigail Brand miscalculate the powerfulness of Storm? She also miscalculated um, Mr. Roberto as well. Oh, she sure did. I tell you what, she sure did. The way she discovered it, this is why this book is so well-written. The way she discovered it, when she saw Mentallo betrayed her, she's like, but I paid you off. You just do the highest bidder. Who could have paid you more than me? And she's like, oh, shit. And then he's like, yep. hi, it's me, Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. He's so good. When did Sunspot become so fucking great? It's called Hickman. When he joined no, the Avengers uh, with Hickman. Locked. That's right. Laktuka is the one who knows where everything is. The one who helped manifold. What is right. Water Purse's name? The sexy axolotl. God damn it! All right, well, it's easy. It's, just, it's in my brain. It's in my brain. Someone's yelling hey, at us right now. Hey, if you're gonna listen, if you're gonna listen to this, we're old. We're losing it. Just to be like, oh, those old times. We're like your grandma and grandpa that are just like, oh, what's the name of that girl from that show that did the thing? That's us. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, Grandpa. Yes, yes. Um, maybe I should just do Sabunar, that voice for the rest of the Sabunar. Oh, okay. Sabunar. And, yeah, if you want, like, detailed, I know everything, go listen to Cerebro X. If you want to listen to a faggot that knows everything, go listen to him. If you want to listen to Seriously, two fun his, people just having fun and shooting the shit, then fucking listen to us. <laughs> his brain is the opposite of ours. When I, like, when I met him, I was like, how much fucking preparation do you do for that show? And he's like, not really any. I was like, go Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, sure. Great. I was like, your brain is the total opposite of mine. Yeah. Anyway, X-Men Red, Abigail Brand escapes. She does a body slide and and Cable is kind of shooting himself like, why do we not think she would have stolen my body slide? So she body slides away, and uh, but she body slides right into No Name. The one name yeah, I can remember. Yeah. <laughs> right. The, the Fisher King. The Fisher and King. He knows, he knows her real name, her alien name. Yeah. Is that, does this he really dude. does have a power? That his power is that he knows who everyone is? That would be kind of cool. That would be cool. Or Yeah. I just like what they're doing with nothing. His power of having nothing. And so. Yeah. He's impressive for having nothing. It's like uh, Michelle Yeoh's character in Everything Everywhere All at Once. That's why she was so powerful. Because she was the worst. Because she was the worst. <laughs> Um, this book is just, this book is fantastic. Fantastic. It also, because it had a theme, you know, it brought, it, it had a core idea, that of togetherness and teamwork. Yeah. No, one, no, one tried to have stuff. a theme. The Marauders. Evil Jeff. It finally happened. It's been, 
uh, since I don't know the House of X number one. I actively chose to not read an issue of of X something. I started to skim it. I just I don't like it, so I kind of was skimming it, and it was just a lot of battles. But when you just watch the battles, where it's like I'm gonna have one battle between Storm and uh, Vulcan, and then it's gonna cut back, and then you kind of see Abigail Brand versus Roberto, and then we also have Cable versus um, uh, the, the uh, Orbis Stellaris and, and those progenitors. That is, it's like simple and engaging. This, it's just like everyone's in the same suit. You have to read the sides. Everyone's fighting everyone. And it's like everyone's turning into a bad guy. No, I'm, I'm a bad guy. Oh, and then, oh, we're saving these people. But oh no, all those people, the Archaea, they're now the bad guys too. Oh, so everyone's a bad guy, but not Sublime. Oh, but do you know else who is here? Strife. Strife is here and Sublime. Strife, what are you doing here? And then Kitty Pride's like, hey, Strife, I'm going to get you. And he's like, I'm a telekinetic. You can't face through me. And I was just like, I don't. Why are you adding more things? Why is everyone going to the same time two billion years ago? It's so, I don't like it. So anyway, mm-hmm. let me get to the parts that I actually did like. Oh. Is that at the end, they were like, hey, by the way, um, uh, by the way, Cassandra, I'm going to beat you the fuck up. Kitty Price beats the shit out of her and is like, I'm leaving you here and fuck you. And she's like, what do you mean? But I read your mind. And she's like, no, one of Somnus's powers is he can lock memories and hide them from all psychic ability. Oh, of course. In his dream world. So she hid. They all had a plan the whole time to betray her. And they hid it inside of Somnus. And then at the right time, it came back to them. And she's like, oh. And then she, and then she was like, why are you doing this to me? And she's like, it was like total Princess Bride. She was like, you killed my father. Thank so you, fucking She's like, God. you killed my father, so I was always going to kill you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh my God, thank you. So they- So a little case of us being impatient. Yeah, okay. so finally you're like, oh, okay. Because the whole time in the beginning we were like, why are they doing this? She killed and genocided millions her of people. Her father died. Including her Genosha. father. <laughs> like, it's so insane to me. So at least that was like, okay, we paid that off. But it's hard to pay it off when it just made no sense the fact that Cassandra would believe it is makes no sense. Anyway, um, they also decide uh, the three people that they brought to the present that then went back into the past, they decided to re-resurrect them because I, I, they were all just like, we're all going to stay here. And she's like, no, but we need to bring you all back. It came back. And she's like, you actually shouldn't have come back. And you, we can die. It's fine for us to die. We don't belong there. It's fine. And she's like, oh, so that just meant, oh, we never should have done anything. <laughs> Oh, God. I mean, I guess they did beat Sublime, but I bet you they would have beat Sublime without them. They would have, like, yeah, yeah. So what? Sublime wasn't a problem in the present. But when they came to the present, they decided because they had those people's, like, they already had them in the system, they resurrected those three people that they brought back again. The gravity lady and the guy that could eat anything and the other guy. Great. I love that we're inventing more mutants when we've got an island of the thousand and fifty that we've already invented. But here's the one thing that was good. The one thing that was good is there is a character called Grove who had like vegetative powers, kind of like Black Tom. And every time she got injured, she like would get more vegetation growing on her, where by the end she kind of looked like Groot. And she was like, oh, this is just how I heal. And finally, her name was Grove. And at the very end, it was like, oh, Grove, you're still here. And it was like, actually, I'm not, I've changed so much. I'm not Grove. I think I want to be called Okara. <gasps> oh, <clears throat> oh, I just choked on my own. <laughs> so this one mutant is actually, before it's split in two, is the, is the, the Krakoa and uh, Araku. That was the one okay. thing that I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. I, okay. That's I, pretty I, cool. I understand the whys and wherefores now. I'm, I, I understand. Okay. It makes a little more sense. Okay. But this whole part is over. So I don't know. Is Marauders ending? There, uh, I know there's three books that are being like AOA retitled. I'm not sure if Marauders is one of them. Oh, no, there's a Requiem for Genosha. So it looks like that sounds like a, a Requiem sounds like a last issue to me. 
We'll see. Let it end. Please let it end. Let it end. Oh. And speaking of, let's oh. end talking about X-Men. Okay, let's do it. What do you want to talk about instead? We typically go to a television segment. Um, I think I think uh, I want to save. I'm not fully caught up on Doom Patrol. Okay. So let's pause on Doom Patrol and maybe maybe we could talk about Drag Race. Let's talk about something gay. <gasps> let's talk about something gay. Hit it. <laughs> Something gay, 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 something, something gay. Gay, 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 something. Um, sorry, before we get into the gay TV, I just want to say the three sins of sinister titles are going to be Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants, that's X-Men Red, Immoral X-Men, that's Immortal, and um, Nightcrawlers, which is Legion. Love it. Oh, oh, I will say this. Oh, just a last little thing here. Some people are also saying that maybe, what's the mother from Legion of X? What's her name? Mother Righteous? Yeah, Mother Righteous. That she might actually be the heart sinister. (gasps) Which that could be cool. That's what I'm talking about. That could be cool having the one sinister be a woman. That's what I'm talking about. Ooh, it's the sinister that got into like sorcery or something maybe. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. The trans sinister. Give me that. I don't want it to be Peacock, dude. <laughs> um, okay, slay. All right. How about, speaking of slaying, um, Drag Race has a 15th season, and I will say it started off pretty strong. This show doesn't get, I feel like sometimes you're like, I feel sometimes the seasons dip, you're like, eh. But this one, I felt started pretty strong. How did you feel, Brett? I thought this one started strong too. I'm always a fan of splitting the cast and like the moment where they the two halves meet each other is always a juicy moment for me. Um, but what I loved about the start of this one is they definitely went with this kind of weird theme of like, okay, let's pit the athlete queens versus the bigger queens versus like the big girls versus the queens from Connecticut. And see who wins. It's like who would have thought this is Connecticut versus the world. What the fuck? This Connecticut versus the world. It It was was crazy. Connecticut queen after Connecticut queen. I was like, what is happening? But I liked it. Um. Yeah, it was pretty fun, and I felt like this because there's some uh, contestants are a little bit more willing to be sassy. So I'm hoping this leads to some fights. I feel ever since people were so concerned with their branding and realizing how people can be villainized and it can affect your booking numbers. Everyone's too scared to fight. And that's why one of the people I loved last season was Diabetti. Because Diabetti brought the drama and people were like, oh, she's awful. I'm like, she's bringing the drama. Cornbread brought the drama, but she left too early. Yes. But I want people to bring the drama. And that is why I love Mistress Isabel Brooks. I love me some mistress. I want a big girl that has a big attitude. I want it. Love and a big ass. That ass. But have you noticed that I do feel like everybody looks like, oh, you are the new version. Like Mistress. Oh, you look like Eureka O'Hara. You're the new new Eureka O'Hara. I mean, themes are like visual motifs are going to start repeating after a while. You know? Yeah, yeah. What was it Malaysia Baby Doll Fox when she came out in her right. runway look? It was like, oh, that you, she her face, her mug looked just like Silky. Like there's so many. And then I felt that um, Anitra, um, when she came oh, out of her opening look, Anitra. I was like, you look like Detox. I felt like See? everyone. Like everyone was just reminding me of an old uh, drag queen, which I guess is like, I guess you're just bound to do it. So it's, but it's also hard when you kind of look like a drag queen, you have to come into your own and be your own thing. And I first was like, oh wow, Anitra is like a sexy version of Detox. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're very sexy, but Anitra was very quiet. And Anitra was very, oh, I'm not going to tell you guys what I'm doing. And I was like, oh, she's going to do something real good. She's going to do something real good. And I'm telling you, since Willow Pill, did she, and Willow did Pill's talent last year, this is my favorite. It was nothing even comes close. Oh, the bathtub and the spaghetti. Yes, I fucking love. When that <laughs> happened, I was like, she just won. When this, when yeah. Anitra fucking did Taekwondo and duck walk. She won. 
I was like, yeah, oh, you're the winner. <laughs> and it was hilarious. Like, walk that fucking duck. Like, you know your audience, girl. It's Your audience is RuPaul. Like, coming up with a song that's called Walk That Fucking Duck. That is RuPaul humor 101. But also, the fact that you can death drop. She death dropped like and that. bounced it up. She death yes. dropped, bounced, and turned around into like a sexy thing. I was like, I've never seen a death drop. The fact that this show's been on so long, drag's been this so long, and someone did a new type of death drop that I did not see before. Yes. I was like, this is exciting. Give it, give her everything. I also really love Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Me too. I thought that was um, And also you can see like, oh, bitch can dance. Like dance, dance. When they had the choreography fight, her and... Um, um, Maya Alu- what's her name? I'm forgetting. Aura is it- the trade of the season. Aura Aura Mayari. Aura Mayari. Um, they were battling over who's going to be the choreographer. They probably then should've... I saw them both dance, they and I was probably... like, you probably should have given it to Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Exactly. Um, because she was incredible. Although Aura Mayari, I mean, is so hot, very so hot. hot. So, I agree with trade of the season. I thought she was a little bit braggadocious of being like, I'm the trade of the season. Yeah, yeah. Don't but say how hot you are. You, yeah. She defended herself on Twitter. She's like, no, the producers told me that. And I was like <laughs> responding to them saying it. And then they edited it to make it look like I said it. <laughs> but I mean, but then uh, Jax was also great who jump roped with her hair. Jax was incredible. And Jax is also very hot. I feel the trade of the season are Ara, Jax, and Anitra. Um, here's Absolutely. the sad part. Sugar and Spice. I've seen their TikToks many sure, a time. And I'll tell you this. Aesthetically, these two little twinks are gorgeous. Have you seen them like their toplet? Their bodies. Oh my God. Ripped. Forget it. No, I've been looking at pictures. Yeah. No sexual, like no sexual energy at all from them. None. Zero. Zero. I, like, I do like, not find them attractive 23? at all. They look like. Not at all. Dolls. They look like little dolls. And, and there's just nothing there. But I will tell you this. When they started out those two little TikTok, I was like, this is going to be painful. But then when they no. performed, I was like, oh, this isn't bad. I'm it surprised. It was pretty good. It's and I actually good. thought. I thought Spice is better than not, sugar. Spice is better than sugar. And here's what's going to happen. Sugar is going to get eliminated. And Spice is going to have to make a decision. Do I stay or do I go? Oh, she's going to stay. No, no. What's going to happen is Spice and Sugar are going to be in the bottom at the same time and have to lip sync against each other. Yes. I And I do say one of them, and it'll be Spice, who'll win. I do say she leaves with her sister. Uh, that would be insane. I say she leaves with her. She says, you know what? I, I, like, I love Sugar more than I love the crown, so... All right, so next, <laughs> fuck, fuck that. If that happens, I'm, I hate people that self-eliminate. I hate it. Um, I only like, the only one I actually respected was La- uh, in UK, what's her name? Um, eliminate herself because basically she was like, I'm having a mental health crisis and I need to, I'm like, okay, girl, go. That's good for you. Yeah. But like yes. when Ben de la Creme did it, I was like, oh, come on. What are you oh, doing? Oh, come on. <laughs> um. Or, uh, but uh, right now, Irene Dubois got eliminated first. And I'm fairly, I thought. Um, After the lip sync. The, the lip sync was pretty was even. I felt it was pretty unbelievably even. Unbelievably stupid. Yeah, you did. I felt the lip sync was pretty even, so it could have gone either way. I didn't think either thought- of them. I felt, it was weird. When I watched it, I felt Irene's face was selling it more. But everyone I watched it with were like, no, she's, but no, um, Amethyst is like feeling the act, what the song is actually about. Like she, Amethyst okay. is doing the that. song where Irene yeah. is just doing herself. And I was it's like, I can see it. But that's why I felt like it literally could have gone either way. I think when it came down to it, um, that water thing was so bad. It was so bad. I did empathize with her when she was like, it's a longer bit and the way I but, edited it down was wrong. But yeah, but then it's like, did you not practice the edited down version? I'm wondering right. I'm wondering if maybe she had the longer bit and then they were like, oh, honey, this can't be 20 minutes. This has to be three minutes. And then she was like, yeah. oh, no. Okay, I'll do I, Maybe this. if that happened, then I can understand more. But otherwise, I'm like, did you not show this to people? She, they, she says she's done it with success. I'm like, okay. No, but the shortened cut version. Oh, the short. Yeah, no, I'll tell you this. One day not. I decided to go do a stand-up set. I'm going to tell you a story of trauma. I decided to go do a stand-up set. And my friend was like, it's five minutes, five minutes set. And I was very nervous. I had only been doing stand-up for like 
maybe a few months. And I decided to go to Meltdown Comics where um, they had they did like a thing where you're like, oh, we're going to pick names out of a hat. And I saw everybody I recognized from like Comedy Central specials. And I'm like, I do not want to go. And of course, they called my name in the hat. And I'm like, fuck. And they're like, OK, well, everybody has a three minute set. I was like, fuck, I prepared a five minute set. So in my head, oh, fuck. I'm mentally trying to cut out two minutes of my set, but I'm like, fuck, this one's a long story. What do I do? Shit. And then the three people before me was like, you know him from his Comedy Central special. Oh, this is one of my good friends. We were on the road together. And then they're like, and then here's this Jeff Maccabin. And then I got here's up some faggot <laughs> and bombed. Like it was oh. the hardest bomb I've ever bombed in my life. I was not able to get back into a stand-up set again for like eight months. It was so traumatizing. But it was the fact that I had a five minute in my head and trying to cut it down to three minutes, I chose the wrong things. Yes, and it, it didn't work. I, I actually thought that was like, I don't know, as forgivable as Amethyst's. Like she just blew her bit too, but it's a like she didn't cut that one down. Like she just... Did the like the whole payoff like right at the beginning? My problem with Amethyst is that if you watch on Netflix, they have like a gay, the best of gay comics. Like it was at the Hollywood Bowl, I think, or something. It was a special, and it's just all of these gay comics performing. And Patty Harrison, who is the, <sighs> the next genius of our time, was like, "I don't have anything. I'm just going to sing a song like Stevie Nicks," and she sang a song doing a Stevie Nicks impression called I Left My Baby at the Beach. <laughs> but then by the time she got to the chorus, it was like, and now my baby looks like a raisin. And, it was, and then you're like, oh, she's talking about like a real baby. And she's like, I'm not going to go to jail. Like, it just, <laughs> And it was so fucking funny that I was like, oh, this is kind of the same bit, but it's like she gave it away right in the beginning and she didn't pay it off. Oh, well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep, it just and then just flatlined from there. I don't know. I'm worried about episode stage. Yeah, that's another. I think that that was that's really bad. The other problem I have is uh, that I'm worried about is episode two is always we're going to get rid of a favorite. Episode two, they always it's always a surprise. Like, oh, I didn't think they'd go home yet. Episode two is always the I didn't think they go home yet. Shit. Like a last year, that girl Alexis Hunter, I think her name was from Puerto Rico, who was oh, like Alyssa gorgeous. And Alyssa, yeah, she was like the trade of the season. Everyone's like, "Oh, you're fabulous. Your looks are amazing." Got sent home. Rakem Sakura got sent home second. Every they always like to send like a front runner home, and so I'm nervous. God damn, I'm nervous. Better not be Sasha Colby. My top four. Let's end this with. Oh no four. way! My top four right now okay. are Anitra. Yep. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yes. Oh, and then Sasha Colby and then a tie between yes. Mistress and Jax. I can't, I need to see more. I'm going to say Anitra, Sasha Colby, Princess Poppy. What? She. And Jax. Princess no, Poppy. No, Marsha, Marsha. I just oh, love okay. Princess Poppy because I think he's so cute. Um, and not Princess Poppy, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Okay. Jax, Marsha, 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 Anitra. Oh, but oh, mistress. Oh, it's hard. I guess Watch we'll mistress see. Go. We'll see as the weeks go on. As the weeks go on, we will talk more about Sins of Sinister. We'll talk about the X-Men. We're going to talk more about Doom Patrol. We might also talk about um, a movie I saw about a crazy, campy robot girl, but I'm waiting for Brett oh, to Oh, we're see doing it. that next week. We're yes. doing I swear to God, we're doing it next week. And we're also, I'm also forcing Brett to keep watching certain gay shows so we can talk about more gay shit. Let me tell you, that spanking scene in episode two of Love, is in, Love in the Air. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, you need to get to the third episode because that's when dicks go into butts. Because it wasn't like we're having sex and we're spanking. No, it was you were bad. You were going to be punished. Uh-huh. Get over my knee right now. And it's so ridiculous. It's so cheesy. But he was like, fine, fine. Oh, yeah. Well, guess what? I'm going to make you fall in love with me. <laughs> it's so stupid. But I uh, fucking love it. Um, I love it. I will tell you this. Love in the air. Watch Love in the Air, everybody. But um, we only have one more um normal episode before we have our 250th episode brett wow where we're gonna do we're gonna do some changes and some overhauls maybe some new music 
Maybe a new so host. Music? You're fired. No, Wait, what? <laughs> Please. Put me out of my misery. Put me out of my misery. Although it must be, be like, pretty. here's episode 250. We forgot we were going to do something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you love it anyway. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Happy New Year to you. Um, by the time this episode has gone up, it will potentially already have happened to the Golden Globes. So hopefully Brendan Fraser got some sort of sweet revenge. Yeah. And I hope he doesn't do it. Well, I do hope he does it while reading a comic book. You know why? Because that makes you queer.